Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second medical medium call here for really a summer theme of self-love and self-care started out in June with 90-10 and taking care of ourselves first, putting ourselves first, um, and really showing up for ourselves so that we could show up better for other people. And then we dived into the medical medium book, and it sounds like um, a number of people have ordered it or either had it or have ordered it as part of this and, and are going through the process. So I personally am excited that we're getting to do all of this together. So on today's call, I really just want to focus our um, time and energy. The way we have done this is kind of kick this off mid-June and said, you know, choose one thing in his list of top 10 items and implement that for 30 days so that we would almost be at the end of our 30 days on the on the one thing that we implemented. And mine was going to be to drink celery juice every morning. Um, and then starting July 1st or right, you know, shortly thereafter, shortly there before, we're going to add on one more thing to do. And I know a lot of folks decided to go do his 28-day all fruits and all veggies. Well, maybe not a lot of folks, but definitely a handful of you decided to do that. And so for those who did not decide to do that, this call today is really to kick off um, either taking it up to the next level for you or possibly going to the all fruits, all vegetables. What I have found in my own personal experience has been that um, some of these changes have been so easy and so quick and such no-brainers like to just add into my daily routine. And some, like going without meat, have been really challenging for me, even with all of the great options and recipes and different things. So depending where you are in your own personal journey, um, some of you may want to now start the 28-day fruit and vegetable cleanse that he recommends. Um, and for others of you, it might be, and, and where I probably am right now, it might be just adding one more thing into our routine to start getting more of these positive habits in there and seeing the impact that they're having on our bodies. Um, so that's really what the purpose of this call is. And I really want to make this, again, very interactive, hear your experiences or hear what you've been taking on, what you've been doing for 30 days, if you have something that you've been doing for 30 days, and what uh, effects you've had. And for anybody who is doing the all fruits and veggies, definitely would like to hear from you, um, even just in the last two weeks, what you've noticed or what you've seen as you've started doing that. I know in the last call we talked about um, Celtic sea salt, Mindy was on and talking about that, and we had a whole conversation about different salts that came up. We've got a lot of people doing the lemon water cleanse. So really, this is all about um, finding the right fit for you and also applying something that somebody else has put out there. Anthony Williams has a whole book on medical medium, and um, 
did a great call on Sunday. If you haven't seen it, I have access to the replay on autoimmune and just trying something new for some of these diseases that currently science does not have a clear solution or clear treatment plan for. So let me open it up to you all. Who's been doing what and what have you noticed? I see some notes already in chat over here. So eating healthy fats to help fill us up, like that reminder, Nancy, I've been eating a lot of nuts to get some of those in. Um, Leslie has not been eating any meat except for an occasional piece of fish. Um, but you found, I guess, have you found lately that you've been eating more junk, Leslie, or are you... I think you're doing more of the fruits and vegetables. So I see your comment. I found I was eating more junk than I liked. So tell us more about that. So who else wants to share? What have you been doing? And I know we have a lot of folks on chat too. So either in chat or if you're on the phone sharing live, what have you been doing and what have you noticed with the exercise you've taken on? Hi, this is Karen. Hi, Karen. Well, I noticed that this is the first day that I've gone without any meat so far, although I'll probably have some fish or something tonight. Um, and what I noticed was I didn't miss it this time. And I'm, you know, I was always one to think that I needed some kind of meat in order to feel full and have energy. And um, apparently that's not true. And I found that what I've done today is I had a variety of fruit for breakfast and a variety of uh, vegetables in a salad for lunch today. And I think the variety is what really helps and have a whole bunch of different kinds of things. And yeah. uh, I haven't gotten hungry and I have plenty of energy. So, so far, that's what's worked. It's been two meals. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it takes, you know, even just knowing that awareness of knowing, because I'm, I'm, I'm in your club there, Karen. I'm a big um, meat eater. Usually, two, usually lunch and dinner, and even sometimes right. breakfast, I have some, some form of meat in there. So yeah. um, even just cutting it down to one meal a day for me has been interest like an interesting realization so good yeah, for you to, yeah to just find out that it's possible you know congratulations this might be your first meatless day we don't know yet no we'll we don't see. know yet <laughs> <laughs> okay. thanks for sharing Karen. uh-huh um so leslie's talking in chat giving up dairy was not as hard as i thought um, feeling off, emotional ups and downs, rice, beans, peanut butter, um, but the rest was raw fruits and vegetables. Wow. Leslie, I'm impressed that you're doing the, you're just, remind me again, because I think you are, I think you're doing this his 28-day plan. So uh, interesting about the emotional ups and downs. He actually talks about that in his book and says, as you're doing this, you have different emotional attachments to food and you will start to feel like, either cravings for things or start to feel like you need certain foods. And he said that is actually the uh, detox of that food out of your system. So I thought that was interesting because I'm so used to if I'm craving something or I really want something, thinking that maybe that's my body saying I need it. 
And he actually talked about that in this book of saying that, you know, there are cases where that is true. He wasn't saying that's not true. But as you're doing a cleanse, when you have that, some of it, sometimes it's just the emotional detachment from associating um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich from some being taken care of as a child. So maybe if you have a bad day, you subconsciously find yourself craving a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and not realizing that's an emotional trigger and not a physical trigger, not something your body needs. So um, Holly is talking about, <laughs> I'm almost obnoxiously perky on fruits and vegetables. I'm a little lighter in body and a lot lighter in spirit. I'm full out on this. So Holly's going all in. Um, and Leslie and Karen are agreeing with that. And so Holly's been playing with this by adding supplements, magnesium, ashwagandha, which I think is the one that's good for thyroid, if I remember, nettle, ester C, uh, which is good for your immune system, and L-lysine. And got a lot of people trying some of the supplements, too. So funny. Karen, that's funny. I think I need a Reese's peanut butter cup. Maybe that's an emotional attachment. We'll see. <laughs> Anybody else want to share what you've been doing and the impact it's been having? Hey, Dre, Amina, this is... Oh, go ahead. Um, this is Dre, um, and I just wanted to share, I shared in Facebook today, um, that you'd mentioned the last call to maybe get rid of certain things in your diet, and I haven't been, like, forcing it. I've just been intentionally trying to eat less dairy, um, but noticing times where I might be okay with eating it. Like I mentioned in Facebook today, like I went to a wedding and there was some dairy there. So I decided to like, because of the occasion, I'm like, okay, so this one time, but because I hadn't been eating it that much and really focusing on fruits and vegetables, I wasn't satisfied by it. And I just enjoyed seeing that or like, noticing that in my body and really noticing what my body's craving um, and it was delightful to know that I'm like just more on that fruits and veggies train and feeling better about eating that. Uh, so I feel like the separation from a particular food helps to provide that clarity. Yeah, it's, ama- it's amazing too, right? If you go a certain, there's a certain amount of time you have to go. I know they say 30 days, but there is, I, I, it's not always that long where if you don't eat something for a while and then you eat something again that you love, um, and I read your post, Dre, in Facebook about loving um, cheese. And then you eat something and you're like, oh, I love this. And it just doesn't, you're like, why is it not giving me that satisfaction that I used to love? So it is mm-hmm. interesting, just a little bit of a break from it. Um, and you kind of realize that I, I, I don't, I can do without it. Like, I'm not really missing out the way I thought I'd be missing out. Exactly, yeah. So. Interesting. Thanks for sharing that. I love that you've um, been using the recipes in the in his his top ten guide. I feel like yeah, he really has tried to make it easy for us. Yeah, and they're really simple. I kind of love that. I mean, I think the sprout recipe I tried was just all vegetables just mixed together, and like the dressing was like a fresh squeezed orange over the top. And I was like, this is great, and it tastes good. It doesn't need anything else. And it's obtainable, and it didn't, it takes like five minutes to make. So it's like, why not set a goal of making one recipe a week, or maybe it's two or three? Um, but I I liked that that I, I could do that and obtain that and and enjoy eating it. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you, my friend, for sharing. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, thank you. All right. So anyone else want to share before we get into what's next? Regina, I see you're on the phone. I know you're you're a, a good transition into what's coming next in terms of the 28-day vegetable challenge. Do you want to talk anything about your experience so far? Well, I haven't. I'm going to be starting that next week, um, so I don't have any experience with that. But I've been doing the the lemon and hot water for quite a while. Um, I actually didn't even know that was a thing until uh, I heard about it on a call because I've been starting my day out with that, and I have found that um, I don't crave coffee as much, and I I just have a better start to my day when I start it with that. Um, and um, but I I've been looking at I, because I'm hypothyroid I'm very I've been very very interested and um, have spent this week reading through the um, the medical medium book. Um, I was telling um, um, Candy that I um, have I planted lemon balm years ago and it 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 spreads like a weed. I have lemon balm everywhere I turn in my yard. Really? Apparently that is one of the good things they recommend for arthritis and hypothyroid and all that stuff. So the universe has been giving me messages for quite some time, and I've just totally ignored <laughs> them until now. <laughs> They're literally in your own backyard. except it's I mean, backyard. I have got, they've invaded all my landscaping. I walk out the porch, and there's plants, like, cropping up along the patio, and I can't get rid of them. Well, now I know I, I was never supposed to. I was supposed to use <laughs> <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm learning a lot this week, which I'll put to good use starting next week. I love that. I actually, um, I was so I went on Amazon after our last call and just started like uh, shopping around and looking at, at what what things were available. And I I posted this on Facebook. So if you all haven't seen it, he has a website where he actually has recommendations for the actual type of product or different things that you need. So for some of some of the things I know I know many of you this is um you've been doing this for years and know about this for years. A lot of this is brand new to me. So I was like how what is Atlantic Dulce and where do you purchase it and how do you purchase it and what does it look like and is there like certain quality that I should be being more aware of than others and stuff. So it was really helpful to me to go on, I think it, um, the, the link's on Facebook, so I can look at it and bring it back up to the top, but it's a product page on the Medical Medium website. So I was going on, and I actually found um, the Lemon Mom, like, it's like a, a, a cream or something, that like a moisturizer type stuff, and so it, it came in the mail right before July 4th, and I was out in the park on July 4th, and a spider must have crawled up my leg and just bit me all the way up one of my legs, I put that stuff on there, and those bites, like, totally went down and swelling right away. So all these things, like, I'd never heard of before, and it's, like, it's for eczema and different things that he recommends it for. And I was like, eh, let's try on a spider bite and see what happens. So I'm really loving this, like, all-natural rather than, you know, buying a Benadryl cream or buying, you know, something from the store, which is my go-to. That's my natural, what I'm aware of doing, and so I just, constantly do it. Um, just even having fun 
not with the stuff we're putting in our body, but even the, the hand creams and the lotions, a lot of the stuff you can mix into things and have go into your body through your skin. So just another thought as I'm learning a lot about this as well. Oh I I use a lot of those herbal preparations actually on my dogs um, because I don't like using a lot of toxic chemicals on them. Um, but my parents both came from Eastern Europe, so I grew up with a lot of that stuff, you know, chamomile tea to calm things down and, and um, home remedies that seemed to work, so I had no reason to go look elsewhere. But I've also been um, drinking that liquid barley um, extract for a long time. And um, and, note, and so I can't say anything about a recent experience, but when I started using that, I definitely noticed a difference in my energy level, my kind of um, reduced stress level. So that's been very helpful too. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. So those are some cool new ones that I'm looking forward to trying over here. I saw that one, Regina, and I was like, hey, I'll skip that for now. <laughs> so let's talk about what's coming up next so we're moving into either adding one more thing in or in the back of the medical medium book he actually puts together a meal plan for every day of the week for 28 days um, to have a mostly fruit and vegetable and not just fruit and vegetable but mostly fruit and vegetable and mostly raw I believe it's actually 100% raw fruit and vegetable um, diet. And then he also uh, has a number of different recipes, one on his blog. If you all have not gone to the website, it is worth taking a look at his blog post because there are lots of good resources there. Um, He has another book called Healing Foods where he talks about, I think think it was 50, the top 50 healing foods. And upstairs, he gives you a recipe for each one of those. So I am going to be, um, as I mentioned, I've tried to cut down to me in one meal a day. But what I would like to do is at least every other day go meat-free so that I can work up to maybe in August doing this 28-day raw fruits and vegetables. And it is a little easier for me um, because I've got really in the backyard right now during summer, we've got a whole bunch of things growing. So I have been literally walking outside and I don't know, for those of you who read the book, I don't know if you read the part where he talks about um, certain vegetables when you pick them, like lettuce is an example, kale is an example, that that it actually has a thin covering on it that has the photosynthesis from the sun on the actual vegetables themselves. And so to do a light rinse, but not necessarily to scrub your vegetables clean. So obviously this only makes sense if you're eating stuff that's organic or, you know, naturally grown so that it doesn't have pesticides and other chemicals on it. Um, Yeah, thank you, Holly. Microbiomes that are on the leaves of plants are actually really good for you. We've been growing kale, and I've been going out there and just trying, you know, do like a light rinse off of them, make sure there's no buds or anything on it, um, but not really uh, scrubbing them clean and using that in different salads. So lots of different options and tips that he has in the book as well as on his um, website. So for me, it's going to go, my my goal is to go every other day without meat while at the same time increasing raw fruits and vegetables to get ready for doing 
um, a 28-day fruit and vegetable cleanse. So curious what other people are doing and what you're let me know in chat, because I know many of you are in chat. What what are folks taking on for this next 30-day process and challenge? So oh, I love that. Holly's saying probiotics, you can get them from sprouts that you grow yourself. I would actually like a sprouter to grow sprouts myself, too. And Nancy, yes, I will give you the name of the cream that I ordered. I will post it in Facebook. So Holly's going to be doing the 28-day cleanse in September. Curious, what is everyone else? I know, Regina, you're going to be starting the 28-day cleanse. I think, are you starting next week or in August? I'm starting next week. Starting next week, okay. August is going to be hectic, so I want to make sure I kind of get in the groove and the routine well ahead of August. Yeah. It takes a little while, and that's kind of why we did it the way that we did it. It takes a little while to start getting used to the growth well, and thing. And it's a perfect time of year. I mean... Uh, we have farmers markets regularly in our town in Portland, all over the place. Even in grocery store parking lots, people will set up farmers markets on the weekends. And so, if I want to do this and I want to do it well and make the best of it, then now's the time to start because everything on that list pretty much is in season. Is in season, and some of it in your backyard. Yeah, and some is like <laughs> right outside my door. <laughs> 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 Love that. Yeah, so um, well, I have a lot of fruit trees. So fruit I have no problem with, but and I have a garden, but um some uh, it's a small garden, but it's just the farmers markets are are crazy around here and um and I'm close enough to farms um where you can just go and either pick your own or they have stands out. So it it makes sense for me to start it as soon as I can. Yeah, I love that. This is a good time to do that for that, if you can pick your own fruits and vegetables. If there is something really healing about picking your own stuff, and literally I go and pick stuff, and then it's like an hour later, or within an hour I'm eating what just came out of the ground. There's something to be said for that. And I know that uh, not everybody necessarily lives in a climate where all these things grow, but there are a couple of things that we talked about in previous calls, too. Um, you can buy a sprouter. And sprouts, he talks a ton about sunflower sprouts and broccoli sprouts, I think he talked about as well, um, any kind of sprouts, and that you can just grow them right there, um, I believe, like indoors, right in your kitchen, that you get a sprouter and you can grow them there. So there's a lot of these things that you can uh, do easily, even if you're not necessarily in a warm, growing climate All right, so we got a couple of people doing the 28-day challenge. Sounds like starting um, next week in terms of that. So just a couple of different reminders. One of the things that he talked about, the the one that I started taking on mid-June, um, but have not been consistent uh, about until really kind of early July, was to drink 16 ounces of celery juice every morning. 
He also talks about lemon water, and he talks about 16 ounces. So I believe um, somebody in Facebook, it might have been Leslie, commented on this. So when I started the celery juice, for, in order to get 16 ounces of celery uh, for me with the juicer I'm using, it takes about three heads of celery for me to get 16 ounces of juice out of it. So when I started, I just started doing two. So I was drinking closer to 12 ounces. And let me tell you, the difference between 12 ounces and 16 ounces is night and day. So um, if you are drinking lemon water in the morning, because I know a lot of those, a lot of folks have, or if you've been doing the celery juice, and if that's what you want to take on as your one thing to take on, I strongly recommend doing all 16 ounces because there is, at least for me, I have noticed a difference in celery. I, I thought 12, 16, you know, close enough. Um, I've noticed a huge difference in doing 16 versus 12. So, and there was some talk on Facebook too. You want to drink it. Like I actually, as I drink, as I juice each head of celery, I drink that and then prepare the next head of celery and put that in and then drink that and then prepare the, the third head and drink that and then and put that in and then drink that. So I don't even wait till I juice them all to start drinking them so that I can get them all in automatically. Um, the lemon water, I thought that this was really interesting because I've heard about the lemon water uh, liver cleanse for quite some time. So if you're doing that or have been doing that for a long time, um, one of the things you may want to consider is he suggested putting in, I need to remember exactly, and I will post on Facebook to make sure I say this accurately. I know he recommended putting in a little bit of honey. I can't remember if he also said ginger. But he um, definitely recommended putting a little bit of honey in with that because the honey will give your liver glucose, which is a building block for your liver. So as you're cleansing out all of the toxins and stuff out of your liver, um, drinking the lemon water, when you put a little bit of honey in there, you're also giving your liver the thing it needs to get a little more energy into it. So that might be something you want to try. And um, looks like Leslie, he did say grated ginger in that one too, right? So it sounds like he did say ginger for that. So you can drink that. And I've been drinking ginger, honey, lemon tea um, later in the afternoon. But this is the 16 ounces in the morning, first thing in the morning, both the celery juice and the lemon, ginger, honey. He suggests doing it on an empty stomach. So those are some to take on. And then if any of these, like any of these consistent everyday ones um, seem to be too much or too hard for where you are now, I know Melanie commented, I'm in the middle of a move. This is, it, it is, at least for me, it has been a lot of shopping and trying to find the right things and making sure I've done, I mean, even just making sure I've celery every morning. Like there have been plenty of nights at 9 o'clock where I've had to run to the grocery store because I've realized I don't have celery for the next day. So if any of these seem to be too much, just really focusing on increasing the number of fruits and vegetables. And maybe that's just putting a smoothie in, one smoothie in um, one day, a salad in the next day, um, snacking on an apple between meals instead of chips, what, whatever that is, but just increasing the amount of fruits and vegetables. And as you're doing that, one of the big things he talks about and one of the things that we're talking about here in this group too is really taking in the healing property that that food has and being in that place of even if you're just eating an apple as a snack 
really thinking, wow, every bite of this apple is going to heal any part of my body that needs healing right now. Setting that intention, knowing that that apple is there to help you with whatever aches and pains you have. So whatever you are doing, um, really use that as a celebration and also really use that as something. It's really about this mindset that everything I eat serves me. Everything I eat serves my body. And I'm putting good, nutritious, healthy, really, the way he talks about these fruits and vegetables are like really nutritious, healthy chemicals in my body that make my body stronger. And I mean chemicals, obviously, in the best way of interacting with your body in such a way that gives you the things that you need to get stronger and get better and continue on to your life mission. So really just upping those over there. And for those of you who are doing the 28-day, I, I want to join a little bit of a support group. I love the sharing on Facebook. I know that we have a lot of folks who are um, – have been living this way for quite a while, who know a lot about this. So, again, I encourage you to say on Facebook what you know, what you've experienced, so that we can learn from each other as we're doing this as well. So let me open up now to questions, comments, thoughts. I would still love to hear what folks are doing if you've decided on on a, a practice that you're going to do between now and the end of July at the very least. I'd love to hear what that's going to be. Hey, Amina, this is Dre, um, and I guess I'm feeling, I want to feel like I'm planning something that's obtainable, and yeah. it's a 28-day cleanse for me right now where I'm just like, ah, I just feel like um, summer's got so many things going on, but so that's my focus is to, like, do the little things where I'm like, yes, like, I can do this. So for me personally, it's the 16 ounces of lemon water in the morning. It's, um, I find if I have vegetables chopped up, that they're more of a go-to snack. And so making sure I, A, have those, have prepared them, and then I'm choosing those over another option is just like a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then consuming just more water or tea as opposed to going for coffee or any other beverage. And, and then choosing more items off the list of things to avoid and really trying to stick to that. So maybe like right now I've been trying to focus on the dairy. So maybe choosing two more. And that's my goal for the end of July and into August is to choose something that's obtainable and stick with it to, to feel the differences that I might feel by doing that. I love that, Dre. And I'm, I'm very much like you. It's easier for me to kind of do the consistent, like one thing consistently than to like anything extra. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, let me try, try this supplement or try this thing. But even even with the lemon balm, it's like, you know, I, my idea was to like put that on my body every night, totally forgot after two nights of doing it. So whatever those consistent things are, I love that you're doing that. And I love the idea, and thank you for the reminder again about also any of the things that he says are not good for you, suggestion of just either cutting back or maybe taking one of those things and taking them out. Um, even taking dairy out of your diet can be, can, can be a little bit of work to figure out how to do that. So I love that. Anyone else? Hi, right, what's that? Oh, go for it. Who is that? This is Karen. Oh, hi, Karen. Go. I found something that was really helpful. Um, I shop at Kroger's, and they have what's called a quick lift, 
where you can go online and uh, make up your grocery list, and they will have it ready for you to pick up. And it costs like five bucks or something every time. And it's oh. just so, it's so easy to, you know, to keep away from all that stuff that they've got out in the middle of the aisle, you know, that you probably shouldn't eat anyway, and just get exactly what you want. And it's real easy. I love that yeah. idea just to have that everything ready to go and it keeps you away from any of the things that you don't want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and Karen, you did that too. You cleaned out some stuff out of your house, right? Cleaned out yeah, some of the food. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. That's the thing, but a lot of stuff that I, didn't, I knew I couldn't eat or didn't want to eat. And yeah. I found that if you, have the right, if you have the right mindset, that it's really not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. Just because I'm adding things that are going to make me feel better. And that's what I keep thinking about. And then, you know, I really don't have room for anything else because I'm eating a ton of stuff. Right. And it it really is about, um, it is about having that attitude, right? It's about having the attitude of wanting to take care of your body, not about punishment or lack or cutting out or, you know, so that's why I'm really focused on the, you know, what can you add in to what you're already doing that can just put you a little more on the right. And it's it's a different feeling when you go in from that. Yeah, totally. I think so, too. Yeah, I love that, too. Good. That's all I got. Well, yeah, that's all I had for this call. It was more of a check-in. I wish Ellen had made it on because I was wanting to hear her story, but maybe she'll share some more in um, Facebook with us. It sounds like she's been um, struggling with a number of different things, and I'm not sure if she's doing the full 28-day. I'd be interested to see what happens when people start doing the full 28-day and what kind of impacts that that has on them. So we will have one more check-in call, not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after, where we'll talk about... um, what we've noticed and the impact of this. Until then, uh, post in Facebook what you're doing, post in for support of what you're doing. Check out his book. I I posted on Facebook and hayhouse.com. I think Mindy posted that it's it's sold out, but hayhouse.com was having a sale. may actually be over by now, um, where they had his book for $13. I don't remember how much I paid for it, but I want to say I paid a lot more than that. So um, check it out, and I don't know if they'll still let you order it, even if it's uh, on on back order. I'm trying to pull it up right now, and I didn't get to it in time. But, um, you know, I definitely recommend reading his book, Medical Medium, just even if you just check it out from the library uh, and read some of the different stuff he has in there. It's interesting, and it's just makes sense about having food and uh, fruits and vegetables and using our food as a healing mechanism instead of using drugs and all those kinds of stuff as a healing mechanism seem to make a lot of sense to me and I'm looking forward to diving in a little bit more and trying something new. So if you don't, I'll go back in and post all of our resources in one place. I believe under files I had posted um, his 10 foods that he recommends that people eat. And I wish there was a way to get some Q&A with him. Like I went to 
Walmart the other day, and they had a huge bag of frozen wild blueberries, but they weren't organic. And I stood there, like, for 15 minutes and, like, just stared at it. It was like, is it better to get them not organic? Or I'm like, they are wild blueberries versus regular blueberries. So I'm like, the fact that they're wild, does that automatically make them somewhat organic? And I didn't know, and, you know, it'd be good to get some of these things. But that's, those are the types of questions to post on Facebook because there might be somebody else in our group who does know or has looked wild, up an answer. Wild, wild blueberries are much smaller than the cultivated ones. Um, you, you can get them, but the, they're different in size. They're a little bit sweeter, but they're very tiny. And, well, and I'm, wondering a, if they're, I'm wondering if it matters if they're organic or not. I'm wondering if it's better to eat them because that's one of the big things he talks about eating is wild blueberries. I'm wondering if you eat them and they're not organic if that's not. Well, you know, organic is just a, it's a label. And even stuff that says organic doesn't necessarily mean it. We have, I'm a toxicologist by trade. There are pesticides, even if somebody has an organic farm, the way pesticides are carried from place to place right. and the spray and wind and everything, there's not, I mean, even in, in, in Alaska, you would still find pesticide residues. And so the term organic is whether or not they applied it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't pick it up from another source. So Generally speaking, the less you put on it and the more diligent you are about things like washing and even growing your own, the better. So I would imagine organic is better than not organic, but, um, but that's different than completely free because I don't think anything like that exists very much anymore, certainly not right. in our market. Yeah, yeah, and those are types of things where, you know, I know some – they say there are certain fruits that, um, you know, like a banana, for example, not, it's not as critical that you find an organic banana because of the thick skin that it has on it uh, before you eat well, it. And here's another hazard with the wild fruits and vegetables. If you find, you know, you might stop somewhere on the side of the road because there's raspberry bushes or something. The problem is that even though they're growing wild and they're not being maintained by someone, if somebody sprayed for mosquitoes or put weed killer on because they want to keep the weeds down along the side of the road, and back when we had leaded gasoline, all the stuff growing on the side of the road had lead in it, which may still be sitting there after you know decades of leaded gasoline. Mm-hmm. So just because it's wild does not guarantee that it is any better or less toxic than something grown on a farm or cultivated. So... I don't mean to burst anybody's bubble, but it's just that trying to get away from things is a lot harder nowadays than it was before. So the closer you are to the source, buying from the farmer, um, growing your own, the, the healthier, more likely, and the better. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, Leslie is commenting that Food Lion apparently has a huge bag of wild frozen blueberries that are organic. So, And I was commenting that Walmart has a huge bag of wild blueberries that are not organic. So I will share some, some different options because he definitely talks a lot about um, wild blueberries different from regular blueberries, as Regina's explaining to 
different in size and, and flavor as well. And if you live in Canada, then lucky you. Go out and just pick some blueberries. They're probably wild. So. <laughs> All right, I have y'all. a question. Yeah. I have a question. Is the 28-day uh, challenge in the book or is it on his website? Where is that? Where can we get that? It is It is in the book. He um, He does not. It's it's not like it's the very detailed laid out in the book. So actually what I'll do is I will scan those pages and um, put them in the Facebook group. He basically gives you some ideas on what to do for each meal for 28 days. Um, but what he tells you to do is a raw fruit and vegetable diet for 28 days. Now he puts different things out there. Like if you suffer from adrenal fatigue, he actually tells you which foods to mix, like when you, um, at the same time that you have nuts, you also maybe want to have something sweet, like a, a date with those nuts, and also have like some celery at that time. So you you don't want to ever just eat only nuts or only celery or only dates, but you want to have a little bit of balance of those three things. So there's not like a one-stop shop, one page that kind of has it oh, all. Okay. You almost have to you have to almost read the book and then start picking through for whatever symptoms you want to work on right now and then figure mm-hmm. out the best way to mix the foods together for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But it is in the book. It's, it's in, um, I believe it's section four, healing yourself is where he talks about the 28 day. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, Sure. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had something on his website, too, if he had more information. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll check there, too. Is that what you're thinking of doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to check his website, too, um, to see, too, if he has anything on that. Yeah. I, I'm if, he did, if he does, I'll post it in the group. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he has at least something where he talks mm-hmm. about it. All right, y'all. I think that's it for me, unless anybody else has anything they want to share. Trader Joe's has organic wild or real blueberries in the frozen section for $2.99 a pound. Yeah, Holly, that's a great idea. Holly just said she's thinking about distilling the info in the book into a chart or something. I tried doing that. Like, I chose the three issues I want to uh, focus on and made a chart and then I circle all of the foods that were common for all three of those. And so those are the ones that I'm starting by adding in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, spirulina, he talks about that for all three of these. So I will start adding spirulina into my diet. Um, but it was, it was like some effort to like paper pen activity to figure that out. There's just so much information. And I love that in his book, his, um, his top healing foods book, 50 Healing Foods, uh, he he goes on there and he says, these are just my top 50. And he was like, literally, this book could be like pages long because I could talk about every single food. And that book is so thick, you all, it's like an encyclopedia. And it's only 50 foods. So there's just a lot to this, which is why, um, again, you know, in terms of our practice here, it's really about setting the intention that everything we're eating is healing, and then just a little bit, trying to add a little bit of something new in there into your body. Maybe it's 
maybe it's one thing that you're adding in to help with that support and just give you a little extra. I love that. And Holly, if you create that chart, we'll love it. <laughs> After the storytelling bibliography. I love that. <laughs> all right, you all. So no call next week, and then I'll talk to you all on Wednesday where we'll do a debrief about this and then also uh, talk about our new theme for the month of August where we'll, we will continue this eating into the month of August, or at least I'll be continuing this, and anybody else who wants to play and continue this into August um, will be continuing this, but we'll also have a new theme for our Adventures with Almina calls for August. So enjoy. Um, um, and I wanted to mention one other thing before we closed, if you don't mind. Sure. Are, are you familiar with the work of um, Emoto and the water crystals? Yes. Um, you know, yeah. I right. I um, once I I studied some of that. I just made it a habit as I carried my groceries in to bless the food. And um, I don't know if it's my imagination or not, but it has truly made meals more special and the people around the table um, engaged more. And so I've made that a habit. It's hard to remember when I'm cooking and trying to do a bazillion things. But it's much easier as I carry the food into my house um, and put it away to do that blessing. And um, I think that's another kind of practice to incorporate in terms of bringing all the nutrition and abundance that food has um, into the proper space. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and we talked a lot about that in the last week too. It's about really trusting that everything that we're doing is is serving our body and blessing everything that we eat. And even if you are going to eat a piece of pizza with gluten and dairy and all the, and covered in meat, bless it and know that it, it still blesses your body regardless of what it is. So I love that reminder. Thank you, Regina, for reminding us of that. And if you're not familiar with Masura Moto's work, um, what he did was he sent certain words over bodies of water like love or peace um, and also negative words like hate, and then froze the crystals and looked at the crystals under the microscope. And the crystals that he had med- meditated over were the words like love and hope and peace and friendship, and those created these beautiful patterns with the crystals. And the ones that had negative words like hate and anger and etc. had these really weird patterns when the crystals were frozen. So... Uh, Proving he did this huge scientific study proving that our intention towards uh, water specifically was his, that our intent, which a lot of fruits and vegetables are mostly water and our bodies are mostly water, our intentions towards something actually change uh, something within our body and change how our cells function. So, yes, blessing everything that we eat before we eat it, blessing all of our food sources and wherever our food comes from. Uh, is if you just did that one thing, that would be probably the best out of all of the celery juice and lemon water and everything else. Just saying a blessing over this would probably be the most powerful thing you could do. Thanks for that reminder. Now, Amina, I think Janice Whiting was asked that question, asked Spirit that question about, well, what do we do then, you know, if everything is, you know, so horrible and we can't get a good, any good food in, you know, America or whatever. And yeah. she said, spirit said, just pray over it, you know, and eat it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, 
So I, I like that, that that she was saying that you said that, Regina, you know, and that you confirmed it too, Amina, because and it just came to my mind, you know, he, you know spirit says just, just, you know, have that intention and pray over it and just bless it. <laughs> and yeah, <it's>, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do your and best. So, and, and as as I started off this whole series saying this, this can be a very emotional, very tough, you know, what to eat, what not to eat, what you're supposed to be eating, how much of what you're supposed to be eating and stuff. It is such a huge part of our culture. And it has so many emotional ups and downs for people when you come to, like, I just wanted an ice cream cone. You can't eat ice cream. That's dairy and that's sugar and sugar is going to kill you through your early grave and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then you see these, like, you know, chain-smoking alcoholics who you know, done every crazy thing known to life and they live to like 200. So it's like, I don't, you know, what do we know? So this, everything with this is really truly about just being kind and loving to our bodies and trying one or two new things to show our bodies more loving kindness. And if lemon water is not your thing, don't do it. Celery juice not your thing, don't do it. You know, because your body has a natural intelligence that, like you with the sea salt, Mindy, you know, or the Celtic salt. You yeah. know, it's like you started doing that and you felt fantastic. Who knew? Who knew that that existed out there? And until you tried it, you would have mm-hmm. never known that this was going to be your new favorite go-to routine. So right. I really and, want us to hold it that lightly. Yeah. And, and you know, you a person could starve to death if you if you decide, well, I can't eat that, I can't eat that, because I've been there. I'm like, I don't even know what to eat. Yeah, you know, so you could starve to death and and still be trying to be, to be healthy, you know, or get yourself or get yourself adrenal fatigue from the stress of trying to decide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably what I did. But, but, since, but since drinking the Celtic water, I haven't felt the symptoms of the adrenal fatigue. You know, like like the the sugar levels going up and down and all that stuff. So you know. I, I think everything that you try, like you say, you know, if you just do it with an intent, with it, with intention, and you know, asking for blessing, that everything will all come out in the wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't be so hard on ourselves, you know. Yeah, nothing, no stress as we start to go through this. None at all. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I will talk to you not next week, but week after, and have um, a wonderful week. And then definitely post on Facebook as your what you're trying and your experiences. And thank you for everybody who's been posting different suggestions and thoughts in there. And I I know I've been benefiting from those. I know everybody else, I'm sure, has been too. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, let's do this thing. Let's do some self loving self care for our bodies that do so much for us. Let's just fill them up with all kinds of good, yummy things to nourish them and take care of them. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Thanks, Amina. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.